With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey everyone, I'm Devin Simone. And I'm Tori Deal, and this is MTV's official Challenge Podcast. Ooh, and this episode... I'm still reeling from the Daily Challenge, partially because I don't fully understand it, but there was twists and eliminations. So much goodness, Tori. How do you feel? I mean, it was incredible. I mean, to just quickly go over everything that happened, like let's talk about Wreck and Roll. Mm -hmm. It was that ridiculous challenge. We're in these cages, smashing into columns, grabbing puzzle pieces, solving the puzzle. Blue team wins again. Killed Tiff it. Tiff is not surprised. <laughs> Tiff is over it. She is over it. But it's it. okay. Because we saved her. The bets go back and we decide Tiff isn't the biggest threat. Michaela's name gets on the board. Tyler, I didn't even know about this backdoor conversation going on where Tyler knew he was going to be put up. I felt bad when I said Tyler's name. I had no idea that plan was going on. They're very calculated, those Big Brother people. But ultimately, it was a girl's day, which was what the Big Brother people wanted to happen. Mm -hmm. Michaela, unfortunately, though, went against Tiff, which is not part of the Big Brother plan. They were mm -hmm. hoping that it was going to be Chanel. And unfortunately for Tiffany... Michaela took this one home. Michaela was going to take my spot, but ah, the game changed, baby. <laughs> a lot. There's a lot going on. It was a big episode. It was a lot going on. It's so many things. I mean, we see Josh both scheming. Then we see him pop off at Tiff. And then we see Tiff pop off at him. Mm -hmm. uh, we see Wes's like speech of of why won't you love me love me choose yeah. me want yeah. me we, we yeah. see just a lot happening in this episode which makes it so good all right mm -hmm. i have to know gold star and timeouts there's some honor honorable mentions as well like mm -hmm. so many shall i start gold star one? for sure what do you want to start okay. it? yeah take it away no 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 you go the drunk uncles. Yes. Like we, it has to go to yes. the Madison West for that. Yes. Listen, I know a lot of people want the vets out of the game, but the only people confident enough to make a scene like that happen are exactly. vets like Bananas and Wes. So they make the show. So good. I really am. I hope that at the end of this season, we get a montage of Banana and Wes moments, just even collectively yeah. from the season, because there's so many highs and lows. It's just really funny. It is. It's really entertaining. It's the Who best. gets your time out? Uh, I don't know. Can, you you tell me who your timeout is first. Okay, but you're gonna have to give one. But I'll okay, give, first, okay. let me start with my honorable mentions of greatness in this uh, episode. Okay, honorable mentions of greatness. First, I want to shout shout out Fessy rocking his construction uh, <laughs> job outfit. He looked. You'll see in the elimination. Just go back and look at him standing up there. <laughs> want to shout that out. Um, the drunk uncles also hilarious. Josh, when he pops off at Tiff, well, yeah, at Tiff, and then Tiff claps back. And then at the end, Josh is scratching his ear, and he just goes, best of luck, girl. <laughs> so funny. Go back and rewatch it if you missed it. It is just hilarious um, how he did that. Shout out to the editors for highlighting Tiff's one goal. They replayed it four times, so for a brief <laughs> moment, it looks like she made most. I was like, wait a minute. Is Tiff catching up? She wasn't. But I appreciate them rooting for her. I also appreciate her pushing through it. 
Also, those same editors that were supportive of Tiff are shady as hell because mm-hmm. when they start talking about like next week's episode and and actually I think it's you, Tori, who's giving the narration just sort of saying like it's an individual's game. You know, people are going to be worried. Yeah, it was you. You're like people may have forgotten that it's an individual game and I think there are going to be some people who are worried. Like I'm confident in it being individual, but mm-hmm. some people are going to be worried. The editors, pretty sure they cut to Alyssa S two or three times <laughs> in that moment, which is shady. And I'm not shady. Look, I know my place in the challenge, so I'm not shady. I'm just observing, and yeah. the editors are shady. Um, and also, another honorable mention of a great moment is when Michaela, who was ready. I mean, she gives me this, like, fearlessness that I almost feel like she becomes dangerous. Dangerous in the sense of just unstoppable mm-hmm. because she's, like, so smart. Many of you guys have said she's so strong. She's so determined. Like, I feel like she's going to be one of those unstoppable female challengers it's kind of like if you if you don't get her out like they did the first season she was on like in episode one mm-hmm. you're in trouble mm-hmm. because she's just building momentum and she's she's gonna crush it that's how I feel mm-hmm. um but I love that she's like I have a decision to make and TJ was like no you don't <laughs> so good oh that so was my favorite part of the whole night I was like thank so god dude oh, oh my god that was so 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 good I think my gold star has to go to um Tiff for pushing through something she you know having a big fear of heights and being so terrified I think that that you just that was a win for her I think ultimately so she gets my gold star I think my um time out goes to who does my time out go to? I mean, sort of Josh for inserting himself in Tiff's moment, but but not, I mean, sort of, but he also, it equals itself out because he did a really good job at scheming and masterminding this plan. Yeah. Actually, I lied. I take all that back. So Tiff, sure, she gets gold star, but it's going to be split with Tyler because mm. Tyler knowing that he was going to be the uh. vote and being okay, being like the fall guy in the pond, that's brave. Mm-hmm. Or dumb, but or brave, but I mean, I'm just, yeah, I respect it because there yeah. there was guy votes on the board still, so mm-hmm. anything could have mm-hmm. happened. And we saw with the Eliza Lopez vote, one vote can right. send you in, like right. That's it's a risky thing to do, but yeah, I definitely think that my uh, timeout is going to have to go to the entirety of the green team, which is like the fourth <laughs> time I've done this this season. Yeah, you because really keep going after. Green. I'm really taking shots at them, but no, this one's warranted. You don't get to see it, but they forgot an entire letter, one of their tires during the challenge. So they couldn't even solve the puzzle if they wanted to. So I think <laughs> I I think that just because, you know, Chris was over there, he was hyped to finally work with them. And the fact that they forgot a whole letter and everybody else did a pretty good job this episode. I got to give mm-hmm. my time out to the green team again. Oh, green. Mm-hmm. Oh, green. Yeah. Just a mess. A mess from the start, really. Just, <laughs> just a mess. Yeah. But now we get to see it as an individual game because TJ gave that huge twist, as you know. he likes to do. He's either giving us a fashion moment or a game moment. <laughs> I feel like they're not usually both in the same episode, but here he gave us a very very like necessary needed game moment when he said it's now an individual's game because I'm intrigued to see how this we know that next week you guys play individually but in the past even when it's an individual game they still sometimes shift up like pairings and groupings until the numbers get smaller which I feel like is probably going to happen here but I don't know just very interested in it all I am excited for you guys to see this part of the season. This is probably my favorite part of the season because it totally shakes the house up. Everything, every alliance that you thought you knew. I mean, yeah, some of them still exist under the surface, but a lot of people use this as an opportunity to create new strong bonds. Mm -hmm. So 
this truly is a midway point where the game takes an entirely different turn from here on out. And I think it's going to be really exciting to watch. So I'm excited. Are strong bonds what we're calling what goes on between you and Sebastian, Tori? It's not is that what, what we're calling it's you? Not we're, it's actually not mm-hmm. what we're going to. It's leaning like, more towards. Mark my words, guys. Uh, like lightly tangled. That feels more of like a lightly. It feels okay, more of like a- August Alcina. All right. <laughs> is that what this is? Okay. Just All right. Entanglement. Mm. All right. So much. There's so much still to come this season. And we will be talking about it all. And there's so much to come even in this episode of the podcast because we have one of the greatest commentators, someone who's very funny, very uh, open, and very real. We have the fabulous Tiffany Mitchell on this episode. We get to hear it all. We get some inside tea. Even Tori spills some secrets. Mm. So grab a snack, do your thing. Don't go anywhere. Pull your dog into the room. Pull your cat into the room. Pull a friend into the room to listen to the podcast with you. Don't go anywhere because you are not going to want to miss this interview with Tiffany from Big Brother right after this. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You guys, today we have a treat for you. I mean, I'd say she's moving right on up there to a commentary queen. This girl (laughs) is hilarious. And where she may not always have the aim when it comes to shooting the ball, she has the aim when it comes to the comments and the thing that she says. <laughs> She's from Big Brother 23. She's officially now a two-time challenger. Please help us welcome the fabulous Tiffany Mitchell. Woo! Oh. Hey, Tiff. Hello. What's up? How are we? How are I can't you? Believe I'm, here. <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. Thank you. I, I mean, how have you been since we last spoke to you on the cha- on USA season one? What have you been up to? Oh my gosh. So when you last talked to me, USA season one, my mind was completely made up that you'd never talk to me again. About the <laughs> I was like, yeah, honey, that was fun and all. But um, I don't know. It's just something happens. Your phone rings and they say, will you do it again? And you just go, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> The challenge is like the toxic ex you can't get rid of. You're like, shit, Legitimately, I'll go back. It really I'll is. Go back. Yeah. You, talk, like, you talk to your friends about it. You're like, no, that shit is not worth it. I know my value. So I know my worth. I will. You don't have have to worry about it i'm healed yep. i will not be there again then they call you and they're like girl what are you doing this weekend oh yeah i'm packing i'm getting ready to go back <laughs> that is literally 
really left that alone. The best analogy no, no. ever, you guys. It really is. So we true. got better. We worked. We worked out our differences. I think that I <laughs> learned some things from the last time, mm-hmm. and I think that we both grew, mm-hmm. and we realized that we want we we want to give it one more shot. So I gave I it one that. more shot. Well, I'm happy you did because that gave us the opportunity to play together. Obviously, you know, you came in with Big Brother. I came in with the vets, but you were always a light to be around, Tiff, seriously. And one thing I loved about this episode is the heartfelt moment you had in the beginning. You really start to open up about how you think that, you know, you don't have anything to provide your team. But all I could do in my mind was rewind back to the trivia week when you were literally the last person on that. Yes. Like, you were the last person up there. I'm like, wait, what is she talking about? She was the only reason why her team maybe could have won last week. There's a, there's a gift in not sweating a lot, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tip, it was also funny because at one point you were glued, we see you glued to the glass, basically. And you even have your lips, like you were like basically suctioning to that glass. You have your lips. And then TJ says something and then you make in true Tip fashion sort of like a quick smart ass comment. So the minute you let your lips go from the glass, it looks like it's when you fall off. My mama said they paid for those lips, girl. She said, those lips are your gift. I said, I'm going to use them to my best ability. So if they help me stick, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) They did. But they also give us such brilliant commentary. Like Tori said, though, can you walk us through your feelings? Because you are just like such a light and we get to see these funny moments of you and your confidence. And we saw that in season one as well. So to see you really struggling to feel like, where do I fit in in this game um, was was really eye-opening. So can you take us to the point where you maybe started to, to doubt yourself and, and why you think you were having those feelings at that time? Yeah, of course. Um, season one, I had no preparation. I didn't even know what to expect, really. Mm-hmm. Um, they told me, it's not as bad as the challenge in TV. I said, oh, okay, I got this then. So I prepared nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And I went out very early and I felt very unprepared. Well, this go around, I said, Tiffany, be intentional about it. You want to do better. If you're going to go, make it worth it, like investing yourself. So I did some training. I took some swim lessons. Shut mm-hmm. up, Lori. I, I did. <laughs> she said, I saw you. <laughs> you were swimming. <laughs> I was moving. <laughs> I don't know if it's called swimming, but I was moving in the water and we'll just you leave it at it. that. <laughs> but I really try to prepare myself. And I mean, like mentally with puzzles and emotionally just preparing, knowing I'm going to leave. I worked out. I did a lot of things to prepare, but I don't know if anyone is ever just like fully prepared, except maybe the person that wins. And then they'll tell you like, yeah, I was prepared. Of course they can say that because they win. Right. But um, when you walk in and then you start competing and you realize like, yeah, I didn't know I was going to have to do all this. Like, how do you prepare for that? And then there's this thing called like nerve Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you have to like set that to the side. You can be strong, but that doesn't eliminate your fear. And there was a point where I'm looking around and I'm like, wow, these women are strong. I'll tell you what it was. I saw Desi drag Amanda to the end of her circle in that elimination. And I said, oh, it's only one way up out of here. I got to get yeah. jumped up out of here. I said, this is yep. a gang. <laughs> oh, damn. What? So I'm going to have to either die. I'm going to have to kill somebody. Or I'm going to have to win. That's just how, how I felt it was. That's pretty much, that's the rules. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Legit. I was like, oh, so then when I realized, like, I don't want 
going to no elimination. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how I'm leaving, but I don't, I don't know. I didn't have a plan. And it was like, I'm looking at everybody and Alyssa and I were having, Alyssa Snyder and I were having a moment where she came in my room and she's like, I feel like I'm the weakest person in the house. I said, no, bitch, let me have my moment. I'm the weakest person in the house. <laughs> I'm going to own something in here. Okay. <laughs> but Aww. it was it but you two were the only two people up there on the trivia thing as well like if that's the thing about the challenge is like we do look at it and we expect the strong like to be the desi strong mm -hmm. right the one that's dragging somebody out of the arena but like anybody can be beat on any given day mm -hmm. depending on what it is and tip this is your second season like you've already shown that you you can bring so much to the show so much life so much personality there's a reason why you were america's favorite player on big brother yes and it translated effortlessly Aww, to the challenge effortlessly you. yeah and and listen of course we get to see all sides but it, it was nice to see you you know because you you have that funny personality but it was nice to see you have that softer moment too mm -hmm. and what i was also super impressed by and i think everybody can agree was how you held yourself when you and dusty had the blow oh girl because girl Please, how did you please walk us through whatever Zen meditation you had to listen to <laughs> to maintain? Because we saw him blow up at you and wrongfully mm -hmm. so. And the calmness that you maintained and just the patience and like walk when he so back when that occurred and he's coming at you and he's like, I know you voted for me. I know it was you and you were trying to tell him no. Really, what what were you feeling and thinking in that moment? Okay, so there are a couple of things. I was in my room unpacking or packing or whatever, and I hear someone yelling very loudly. I'm minding my business. It has nothing to do with me until I heard Tiffany. Everybody can hear their name, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, is that my name? I open the door, I go down there, and he's yelling. First thought is, he is trying to blow up my game. What are you? Are you kidding me? I could see if I was somebody who could just like get out here. I can handle my own. You can talk shit about me. Come on, mm -hmm. let's go in the arena. I'm gonna whoop your ass. All of that. Right. But I'm like, hey, I need to be protected. And you are mm -hmm. trying to strip me of my protection. But I would have had a conversation with him. But his delivery and his approach to me was all all wrong. Mm -hmm. Um. I am. I thought about my son and I thought about how it would come off to see me um, arguing with this man, whatever man, mm -hmm. whoever it is. And mm -hmm. I, I don't ever want to give him the wrong impression about how he should carry himself or how mm -hmm. I expect that he sees me carrying myself. And when you see two people arguing, you don't know who's the fool. You don't know right. who's in the right. You don't know who's right. in the wrong. And that's for any person. If you don't know how to talk to me, we won't talk. Mm -hmm. You're not going to yell at me. You're not going to curse me. I'm not doing that to you. I know it's a game, but hold on, Dusty. You have all of these people in here who have voted for you week after week after week. All of a sudden, I am the, am the am genie who dropped four balls on you and you want to come and raise your voice, yell at me, blow up my game. I'm not even the biggest target. I felt like I'm wasting my time talking to you because you didn't hit your pipe today. I don't know what was wrong with him, but he wasn't going to get my edge. <laughs> Dude, you handled it so well. You really like, did. And yeah, you're right. Like the thing about that house is the the way it was set up, it's like it was a tunnel chamber for for audio like you heard everyone's conversation unless the doors were shut 
So everybody could hear it. It was like in your best interest. And ironically, like because of the way you handled it, I think it obviously reflected better on you than him, Mm -hmm. even though he was trying to blow up your game, which inevitably sent him into the elimination last week. And then, you know, he ended up going home. So did he apologize to you, Tiff? Did he ever? Where do you guys stand now? He pulled me to the side um, the next day because it was very awkward. Like he was so off of his rocker that I mm-hmm. was uncomfortable with actually seeing him in the house because I didn't know how cuckoo he was. I didn't know if I was going to come into the kitchen and he was just going to be like, yeah, there she is right there. I mm-hmm. had no idea. So I was kind of like trying to keep my distance. It was very uncomfortable for me. And then he finally found me and he goes like, I want to apologize to you and this and this and that. And the crazy part is I'd never gone against Dusty, never voted right. against Why him. Why do you think he suddenly thought it was you of like... I- I think that in in those situations, um, people are looking for a place to release their anger. And I Mm -hmm. was an easy target because Mm. you didn't take it up. You didn't you didn't yell at Wes. You didn't yell at Bananas. You didn't yell at Desi. You didn't yell at Tori. You yelled at somebody who you felt like I carried you. I see you carried me nowhere because when you came back to get me, I was screaming for Josh because you wasn't helping me move nowhere. You ain't helped me with shit. Oh, Mm -hmm. sorry. Um, So. I'm like, you want you carried me, brother. I swam better on my own, if that's what we're going to call it. So I'm just, I feel like he wanted to get it out. And he felt mm-hmm. like I was an easy target. And I just wasn't mm-hmm. going to give him that. You can argue by yourself. Because had I was stood there and gone word for word with him, I would have given him more ammunition. And that's one thing I'm not right. going to give you. You already think you got the gun. I'm not going to give you the bullets. So bye. Ooh, preach. So even after you guys had that conversation and you like settled it, I guess. He apologized and you kind of let it be water under the bridge. Did you still feel relieved when he left the game? Did you feel like it reopened your game more? Yeah. Well, I told him, I said, I appreciate the apology, but words mean nothing. The best way to show me you apologize is through your actions. Now you have already shown me who you are. I'd be a fool to think that you wouldn't do that to me again. So seeing him mm-hmm. leave was, a was yes, thank you. God know what he's doing all the time. He protect fools and babies. I ain't no baby. I ain't no baby. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fools, let's talk about Wes. Um, so, <laughs> um, so Wes's speech at the beginning of this episode, where Wes is like, I feel like you guys haven't given me a fair shake. Like, Wes has been so entertaining this season. Just like, I feel like we get a new like persona every episode sort of which is just <laughs> hilarious and fascinating and he really commits to the role which I also appreciate but what yeah. were your thoughts both of you really both you Tiff because this is your first time really you know playing with Wes interacting with Wes and you Tori because you've known Wes for a while what were you guys thinking when he does this little like kind of sit down house impromptu house meeting I was feeling like Alyssa I said oh Wes yeah (laughs) so I didn't know how to feel about Wes when I when he came into the game because I didn't know how he was going to feel about me respected him a lot but Mm -hmm. did not know if I was going to be able to play with him and Mm -hmm. me regardless of what everybody else wanted to do I did want to align with some of the vets because I am a person who is looking for protection Mm -hmm. and so I also just respect his his experience and so I felt that we had bonded. I felt that we had a, a relationship where I trusted him mm-hmm. as much as you can trust somebody, right? And right. so he, when I thought that he was leaving, I did not mm-hmm. know who had won his elimination. 
-hmm. And for him to still be there, I actually was happy because I didn't want it to be dusty. And so I could tell how it affected him that he thought that he may have lost. And he was like, I want to stay here and play. Now, did I think he really like wanted to play with everybody like he said? No, he was just talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) yes yes he was yes he was (laughs) Tori what did you think when you were watching him talk to Tiff and uh yeah yeah so actually walking right before we got back in the house he pulls me to the side and he's like okay this is gonna go one of two ways I'm either not gonna say anything or I'm gonna give a speech about how I'm really upset I was like hit him with the emotional play Wes but the truth is is he honestly was feeling that way. Like, I know that we're seeing this side of Wes, and I think that a lot of the time we assume he's being manipulative through the way he's expressing himself. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's not 100% true. I think sometimes he does know how to manipulate people through emotional responses. Mm -hmm. But I also think he was going through a lot himself. Yeah. Being a new dad, this could be his last season. Away from his wife. Yeah, that's a lot. Away from his wife. You know, and then also, like, feeling like we were – the vets, we knew we were kind of getting targeted early on. It kind of, like – scarred us mm-hmm. from future gameplay we were always on edge always on edge we, mm-hmm. we just knew we had to be safe so i i think that it was genuine and i think that this is the approach he leaned into to hopefully connect with people and i think it worked so except for with michaela no. except for yes michaela. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. for sure um so tip before we get more into this episode i am curious one thing that was interesting about this season Um, And I don't know how many past seasons you've seen of the challenge, but, you know, there's always rookies. And in the past few years, there's been sometimes even uh, almost more rookies than vets. And yet the vets still seemingly dominate kind of every single time. And this is the first season in a long time where the vets were looking real rookie-ish for quite a few episodes. And they felt that way as well, largely because you guys were so organized. Like we see scenes of, you, Michelle, Michaela, Desi, I mean, being like, I'm voting this, I'm voting that. And you guys were just methodical. Can you walk us through a little bit behind when you guys got a line? Like, was this something you guys were talking Day about? One. Literally, <laughs> Yes. And then like, who kind of initiate, who brought up the conversation first? Like, give us some behind the scenes of how you guys got on board and were so organized to really, you know, fairly successfully in the beginning target the vets like that. Well, Desi, Chanel, Amira, and myself all shared a room together. And so mm-hmm. it's two survivors, two big brothers. So uh, Michaela would come in, Michelle would come in. And when we realized like, hey, we're going to have to play these game, this game with vets, mm-hmm. we knew it's in our best interest to make them the disadvantage, try to get rid of them, get them mm-hmm. out of here. Um, if we can use them, good, but we want them out. We can target each other later. Mm-hmm. Let's focus on how can we get rid of them? Because I, listen, if y'all saw me just get killed by LeBron James, if I am brand new, I don't want to go against LeBron James. Give me my other freshman. I'm straight on that. But she's still it. Michaela technically is a freshman because Michaela lasted for about 16 seconds in uh, <laughs> the first season she was in. Okay, fine. 18. But uh, she lasted for that long. So this really is her first you know, it's technically her sophomore season, but we're really yeah. getting to see her play yeah. in a way that she never got the opportunity yeah. to uh, the first time she went around. It was just beneficial for us to stick together and mm-hmm. try to get the vets out. And we were all on the same page with that. Yeah, But it's also kind of, um, it's twofold because as we are all on the same page with it, you're also mm-hmm. wondering like, but who's not a hundred percent on that page? Like who's trying to build relationships with the vets? 
nobody. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys are listening can't see it, but yeah, Tiff's definitely raising her hand as she says nobody. <laughs> Did you guys nobody. suspect Michelle at all? Because I'm surprised that Michelle, I mean, she's doing it brilliantly, is managing to fly so far under the radar because she not only has had relationships with the vet, I mean, technically could be considered a vet. She's had relationships, I'm looking at you, Fessy, with the vets. So like she's, she, so to think the fact that she's managed to align herself as though she too is in a way this sort of rookie when girl has their phone numbers, she's been out with them outside of the show. Like she is not a rookie is wild. Did you guys, did you or anyone you know ever really suspect that maybe Michelle was playing y'all or playing both sides? This was my first time meeting Michelle and having a conversation with her. And Mm -hmm. so I really, in the beginning, hmm, I wanted to trust her, Mm -hmm. but you have this little feeling like, is she really for real? Is she serious in what she's Mm -hmm. saying? Is she genuine? Is Is she really saying and doing what she's saying and doing? But there was always like a little distrust. But I'll tell you, I actually trusted her a little more mm-hmm. than I did not trust her. She pl- mm-hmm. she does a really good job of selling her story and making it relatable to you. as so it makes sense what she's saying and why you should move in this way or why she's mm-hmm. also moving in this way. Mm-hmm. And she'll sell you on... Devin, me and you going to do this and we're going to be here at this time. And this is exactly what we're doing. And you will show mm-hmm. up and she won't be there. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's been interesting? Watching her back, her voting, because obviously from the vet's perspective, we kind of lumped her in with, all right, we know she's going to ride both sides. But when the time comes, she's going to have our backs. Mm-hmm. So we were we were placing our money on that. That was never like verbally confirmed. Yeah. We just assumed. But when you look at the way she votes, she is always voting with ev- with you guys. She was always voting, at least with Survivor. Always. For the most yeah. part. I think, except for this one, did she vote for you, Tiff? It, I think she voted for me. And that's surprising because yeah. I wasn't expecting that. She's very sneaky, very conniving, and I'll never trust her. But I'll work no. with you, Michelle. I'll work with you. I'm just, I'm just playing, girl. <laughs> We're on the same team. I like the way you play. I like your game. We're going to be number twos together. <laughs> It's interesting seeing this side of her too, because in Ride or Die, she it seemed like she played a very emotional game. Like I know she and Laurel had some moments where she felt like Laurel didn't like. Like she really well, you have to be emotional when you're messy and you're lying. But here she seems to be able to like turn it. Like here she's she seems more methodical and even healed with it. Like last last season that we saw her. You know, maybe I don't know what was like going on, but she really it almost like got in the way of her. It did get in the way of her Mm. game. Like she was just clouded by that the whole time. Whereas here she seems very um, intentional, I think is what it is. Like she seems very like she knows she came in with the plan, which is really um, she did because she knew she came in. She knew who she came in with and she felt Mm -hmm. very comfortable with those relationships. And I believe she was loyal to the people she was loyal to, but Mm -hmm. the people she was telling and trying to establish other alliances with, she was not necessarily loyal to those alliances. She was just witted for the time that it benefited Mm -hmm. her. And she Mm -hmm. did a better job. I mean, you could tell that she was still emotional because you could see the nervousness in her and you could see the, the trying to, you know, when, when her wheels are turning and she's 
kind of anxious about if somebody's figuring um, something out but okay. she just didn't she didn't let it cloud her i guess yeah yeah they're they're coined michelle downs and yes. i have a feeling we're we're gonna see them in the future michelle downs <laughs> oh my god michelle these downs. can we start writing we have to start keep, keeping track of the story there are too many names nicknames yeah. and great i love them isms michelle downs all right so i look forward to seeing the michelle down now we got to take a quick break but we'll be right back after this There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tip. Yes. Prior to this game, to this season... Had you ever picked up a basketball before? I'm just asking. I feel like. Mm, mm, mm. My brother is going to <laughs> kill me. That is so embarrassing. Um, yeah, I have. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That shit was not fair. Let me tell you what you don't know. Oh, you don't know how scared I was. It's the fact that I was up high. And the one-on-one -on -one I take, Michaela, get up out of here. I will cross-check her. <laughs> I will dunk on her. I will fly through the sky. I will step on her titty to jump on her head and make that basket. On the ground, I'm, I'm good. Don't try, don't test me though. Don't 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 try to you know don't try to prove me wrong. We ain't got a fact check. But I'm just saying. They had me so high up in the air. I was I was cool with it though. As long as I was on the ground, I was cool with it. They got me up there. I said, oh. Hell no. They say you got to swing this pole back and forth. No, no. It was the height. It was the height. The height mm. was scaring me. And I have even Googled how to get over your fear of heights. I still don't know what to do. I don't know. It was <laughs> the height was killing me. Yeah. It was it was it was a little scary. And I'm not gonna lie, I was almost like do I give up? Do I keep going? And then something mm. there there was a lot. TJ came out and gave me a look. I said, that oh okay so i was like you know what let me go ahead and and mm -hmm. get my get my nerve up but yeah i'm gonna have to work on my skills i'm gonna have to work on my skills but to give you credit tiff like i was there when they were gearing you guys up putting you up there on those platforms whatever you want to call them and you you literally were saying i'm not gonna go i'm giving it to michaela i'm gonna let her win like it sounded like you were verbally quitting. We were all sitting in the tents waiting for the elimination to start. It's downpouring. And we're like, wow, Tiff's 
Tiff's not going to do it. So the yeah, fact that you did it. I wasn't doing it. The fact it. that you wow. did it. Yeah. Like that does say I something. had quit. I was like, I didn't want to tell on myself when Tori put my business out there. Yeah, I had did. quit. I did. I was up, I was up there. Didn't. And I was like, no. I was like, I can't do it. I was like, this is just not for me. Honestly, in that moment, I would mm-hmm. have rather done a hall brawl against Michaela. <laughs> Oh, I'm Lord, dead girl, serious. You say that now, please, please. I, please. I Hell that's no. how I felt. I felt like I'd just rather go out here and do. That's how terrified I am of heights. You can put your okay. hands on me. Yeah. You can put your hands on me. Because approximately like, how high again were you guys up? I don't know, probably two feet. Hmm. No, no, no. <laughs> they definitely look high. Like, no, it was four, high. Four stories. Four stories. That's 40 no, feet. Three, three stories. Okay. 30 feet. No, it was four. Okay. It was four stories, Tori. I it was, was four. four it was Tori. four and a half four stories. stories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was four and a half stories. Okay, it was, it was tall. It was, and I and then I did. I realized like my son is gonna watch this back. It's amazing mm-hmm. what you'll do when you think about your children, your loved ones, people who are cheering for you. I thought about my fan, my friends at home, and my family who are gonna watch the episode and be cheering for me. And I was like, you cannot be sitting up here holding on to no pole. So I, I did. Mean, no, you look good, do, but you look good doing it, girl. In the rain, I got that little booty was, angle. I said, "Crazy, you still got it." it. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a music video. It was like the rain coming down. Yeah, nice. the braids applying in the wind. I mean, you were circling that pole too. I don't think that was the objective, Tiff. I think you were supposed to go back and forth, and all we see is just cuts to you just sort of. But I might as well get swinging around it. But you got a ball in. On top of I that, did. Did, you managed finally. to score a goal. How did that? I mean, feel if I'd have had you? twenty more minutes, I would have been fine. Um, yeah. It felt. I'm not gonna lie. It did feel good. I felt like. Right at the end, I was getting my rhythm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, mm-hmm. "Okay, um, it was it was harder than it looked." Though honestly, mm-hmm. it took a lot of I don't even know what it was: arm strength, leg strength, core, nerves. It was a lot to work that pole. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I ain't never been a stripper, so. <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you finally you know come down and unfortunately don't win, are are your feelings about the way this season went? Are they positive? Do you feel good about your performance this season versus the season prior? And do you feel like you'd come back and give it a third shot? You know, I had to feel better. I definitely did a lot better than I did my first season. I actually prepared and I wanted to be there and I wanted to make it a good time for me. I wanted to, I actually wanted to challenge myself. That was why I decided to to come back. I said, Tiff, Mm -hmm. go back and, and give it your all this time. Like, I don't feel like I was prepared the first time. I don't feel like I actually gave it my all. I was more afraid of just being in the environment because the challenge was not my game. Um, so I was like, come back and, and give it your all. And I felt like I did that. I I did more than I thought I would as far as, um, lasting as long as I did. Mm-hmm. Michelle and Corey wouldn't have put that ball on me. I'd have still been there. Yeah. I don't know. Right. You know, I'm That's taking Tori out. She was my next one. I said, I'm coming for Tori. You were coming straight for Tori. <laughs> straight. And then go walk right was, past her. <laughs> Is their arms open? I was like, "Come to me, milady. <laughs> been wait, been waiting for you." Someone who thought you came for them, although you didn't, but they put themselves in it was Josh. When you gave your speech going into the elimination, <laughs> and you're talking to the whole group, and then Josh starts talking back. W- were you even thinking about Josh initially before he spoke up when you were giving that speech? Like, I nobody could have ever told me I was going to react like that. First of all. 
I, <laughs> it's a, it is a moment when all of your adrenaline is rushing. And when mm-hmm. you're out there in the sand, I was in the sand last week and I was fine with that because the expectation is I may have to go out here and play. But mm-hmm. when you're up there standing on the stage and you're hoping your name doesn't get called and it does, it's the shock factor. So I'm thinking yeah. a whole lot of things. Yeah. At that moment, I'm just mad. And yeah. I couldn't believe that I was so upset, but I was. I'm like, yeah. what the heck? I was pissed. So it's almost like everybody else was smart to not say anything because then mm-hmm. it would have died down and I wouldn't have had anybody to say anything to and I could have just gone and done my thing. And I probably would have carried that energy with me up mm-hmm. there. But Josh had to just say something and it didn't matter who it was at that point. Why were you talking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So much to say. Get your ass down here and play. Why are you, mm-hmm. why are you even talking to me right now? I'm the one who has to come down here and play. And he didn't, he didn't want it to be me, but why didn't you make sure that your counterpart, Michelle, who was doing everything else that you were telling her to do, if you two were working together and she got your back and you got hers, and why didn't you make sure Corey, who's also on your team, why didn't you make sure that those two did not put a ball on me? So as much as you have my back, you don't have enough um, influence, obviously. Ain't nobody listening to you and neither am I, so shut up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was an epic pop-off. It was, I think we were all sitting there like, oh my God, what is it about to happen? Like, I thought you were, I thought you were about to go up there and absolutely murder right, the elimination. Not that I, I murder somebody. I was like, Tiff is on, but I loved it. It was so nice to see that side of you because as soon as you were done, you literally turned around everyone and said, I'm just playing. Like you had, you literally just turn around. You're like, I just kidding guys. And I was just like, dude, I love this motherfucker. That like, is hilarious. So she's funny. Stimu- stimulating like a scary movie. Like she, she takes you to the edge and then she comforts you. I like having a nice time. My energy, my vibe is always up. I don't, you know, I choose when I want to come down. And when I have mm-hmm. my moments, I like to be by myself. I don't like to, I'm not the downer. I, I'm, I'm the upper. So, oh, you know, yeah. when I get in that mood where I'm upset, I'm quickly trying to turn that back around. Yeah. I had to get it out. And I really, Fessy was right. I should have saved it for the poll. And I could have just took taken all that aggression out on the poll. And I blame it like on that's Josh. Life, that's life lesson in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah. Save it all for the poll. Save um, it for the poll. <laughs> I mean, Josh, to be fair, Josh did step in the line of fire. What did you think, watching this episode, by the way, about his plan in wanting to get Michaela out? Like, you saw how even though Josh didn't win sort of he very much helped orchestrate this plan of execution i mean we're seeing a lot of strategy from josh this season like a lot of Mm -hmm. well-executed strategy Uh, yeah what are your thoughts on that tiffany i don't think that josh's plan for my specific game to get michaela or chanel out was bad for me because i'm looking at who i possibly have to run a final Mm -hmm. with and I'm not, listen, I am not a MMA wrestler. I am not, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying Tori is, but I'm just saying they got a better shot at it than me. Mm-hmm. So when it, when I'm looking at who I have to compete against, um, some I want to go, I want us to go together because we can help each other. But that was a house full of extremely strong and smart competitors right yeah so it wasn't to it wasn't uh, it not to my benefit for either one of them to go home but I was working with both of them but I also felt that 
Desi, Michaela, Chanel, even Michelle all had a closer connection or bond with each other and protected each other. I kind of felt that I was at the bottom of that. And I don't know how true that is. I, you know, the game is over so people can tell you anything. Mm -hmm. But in that in the game, I'm like, Tiff, you have to play this game to your own strengths. And it, if Josh wanted Michaela or Chanel out, it was better than wanting me. Right, right, right. It's like one of those things in the game. Like if you're working with strong people, it's good because if they win, they'll protect you. But also yeah. at the end, if you make it with strong people, they can beat you. So you kind of just like float with where the wind is going to take you. But, um, you know, so you obviously were building that alliance with Michaela, Desi and Chanel. But then you also had this like built in alliance with Josh and Fessy. Who were you feeling more aligned with? Um, I think that there's a common similarity with people who play the same show, right? Um, I felt very close with my big brother people. It really would, it really bothers me to have to like go against them. So mm -hmm. I never wanted to be in that position where I've got to go against one of my people who I feel like we all are aligned together. I didn't want to go against Big Brother. I felt that that's something uh, that we have in common that can bond us together. But I also knew that everybody was working all their other angles. If mm -hmm. the Survivor Girls want to protect me, hell yes, protect me. I'm not going to mm -hmm. tell you not to. Please protect me. I like kind of hindsight looking back, I feel like they could have protected me better, I guess, than BB because I'm not going against the guys, but at the end of the day, mm -hmm. I, I I am because there's only we we got to run a final together, and I could still get right. it out, you know. So I don't know. It all went the way it was supposed to go. Exactly. Yeah. Do you consider Fessy like more of a Big Brother player or more of a vet after watching it back? He's still in the middle. He's still. I think mm -hmm. he's always going to be in the middle. I think he'll play Big Brother and use that to advantage when it when it benefits him but I think that the longer we play together you kind of strip the um the strength of the show alliance and you start building genuine connections and relationships with other people um there are people I've talked to now after the show that in the house you couldn't have told me that after that now we have these real connections where I'm like damn why didn't you tell me you know so <laughs> it's it's I don't think that it's always going to be show alliances and, and it can't like I didn't want that for me. And I didn't want that. Really, I'm, I kept telling Josh, like, I think the lines are very blurred because I'm like, I'm definitely working with Survivor. But then I realized, like, I also have to build relationships with other people. Like, I wanted to work with Wes. I wanted to work with Tori. I wanted to work with people who could protect me and people who I knew had greater chances of winning and keeping me safe. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you did that because when the blue team came down to voting, we were all like, we're not going to put it on TIFF, you know? So there, what you did yes, have not that, all of that you. veteran. Not all of you. <laughs> no, but you did have a, a decent amount of that veteran I presence did. I did. on the blue team. You you were you were doing a really good job at building genuine relationships, even though we all knew like it was going to get tossed up at yeah. some point. Like you did a good job with that because you're just yourself. That's what makes you good at the game, TIFF. Don't doubt yourself, dude. Yes, girl, girl. I'm about to be oh. in this gym. I'm about to be working out. I'm about to come back like Tori. Let me imagine that. Imagine me come back with Tori's body. Oh, right. Yeah. Watch out. Right. Yeah. Do it. Someone do, do it. it. 
She's going to be in the in the gym with pogo sticks and a basketball. <laughs> definitely. Like, oh. Definitely. And a bike and a bike because I went a bike took me out last season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. A bike and a basketball. Pogo- <laughs> Tip, were you I- still there? Or Well, obviously you were still there. You hadn't gotten on a plane yet. But could you hear the plot twist that TJ delivered to Michaela when Michaela came in ready to roll and was like, I have decisions to make. And he's like, no, you don't. Uh, yes. What were your thoughts when you I found knew out it. about that? I was like, oh, my God, it just went to individual. And I'm telling you, I was thinking, like, would that have been good for me or would that have been bad? And I'm like, damn, I, I don't know. I think I, it would have opened the door for me to, like, work on other relationships. Mm-hmm. But I know on that daily, I'm on my own, you know, so mm-hmm. I would have had to. It would have all been on me. Um, I thought it was very interesting, though, that I left right before it went to individual. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that's the, the halfway point. That's that's a good place to make it to. You should be proud of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you wanted to make it further, but like, uh, you know how many people didn't make it that far? Yeah, Half all the of the ones that went And this has been a before. tough season. <laughs> yeah, this has been a tough season, too, just to navigate everything. So very impressive, um, you know, in, mm-hmm. in making that far. Tori, how did you feel mm-hmm. knowing that Michaela was coming for you to take your spot? And did you know that at the time? So obviously I don't take anything personal. Michaela is a very calculated player. That's what Mm -hmm. makes her one of the things that makes her so great. And so she recognized that the veteran presence was so strong on Mm -hmm. Lou. There was only one female spot that she could have taken. And that would have been mine because Desi was there and Cassidy was there Mm -hmm. for Survivor. So the only way for them to regain numbers. And then obviously like at this point in time, Michaela and I, we're not working together. As you can see in the teaser for the next half of the season, maybe we do start to work together. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Keep an eye out. But it's, it is interesting because, uh, you know, obviously nobody wants to get put on the green team. You know, they were not nobody. Green. They were a sinking ship. <laughs> Literally but, nobody. Uh, so I couldn't have been more happy that it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It was the twist. I yeah. needed that at that moment. It was, it was important. I think so too. I think anytime that people start getting too comfortable with the next moves. Like anytime people really can get comfortable making two or three steps ahead, I think it's always great when TJ throws a wrench into that. Um, and mm-hmm. sort of is like, ah, oh, you got, you got this figured out. I also think something that it's been interesting to see who seems to keep this theme in mind and those who don't, like, even though it's been a team game from the start, TJ loves to say it. It's an individual game. So, yes, you're supporting your team or doing whatever, but in the back of your mind, you have to keep in mind that it is very much an individual game. So at the end of the day, you have to make plays or do things or be prepared that, you know, it's just going to be you. Because Team Red Flags was going to implode anyway. (laughs) Who gave it that name? Baby, it gave gave itself that name. (laughs) We looked around and we said, Paulie. Uh, Josh, Dusty, Tiff, Michelle, John Chanel. We was a Bananas. hot at, but, but now, We were a yeah, that hot right there. mess. It's... A flaming hot mess. It was red flags all everywhere. <laughs> red flags. And speaking oh, of God. red flags, so we got to see a budding showmance, one of the few that happens this season. Now, I caught a moment, Tiff, where when we see, I love Alyssa calling Wes, by the way, in Bananas, like the uncles, the drunk mm-hmm. uncles. Hilarious, also seemingly so accurate. Mm -hmm. And so we see them scheming to get Tyler and Alyssa S to kind of, and 
doesn't Alyssa kind of look like Angela to you guys? At least from as a viewer's perspective. Yes, she does. Really? Tori's saying well, no. Yes, she does. Well, definitely... Of course, the Big Brother always chooses their next cast to resemble someone from the past. So she was definitely the Angela of her season. But really? Like, yeah, like the look. look. I need to archetype. They look, There's an archetype. Yes. I need yes. I need to look at her. Okay, okay. So it's a type. It's, it's a type. type. Okay. It's not necessarily identical, but it is. But a they look like him being in a long term relationship with she Angela got a type and then going too. after she Alyssa. Got... I'm like, oh, I can totally see that because yeah. she looks kind of like Angela did. Like, of course, that's who he's attracted to in the house. Gotcha. It makes it makes sense. But Tiffany, we see you take a bow. So when they start making out, you are <laughs> over there with the drunk uncles, and we see you take a bow. And not I wonder, drunk, does not that the drunk mean auntie. that right? Did, did you have a little hand in facilitating that late night club makeout session? Yeah, I'm the auntie. Okay, tell us what you did. Tell us your contribute your contribution. I didn't, I didn't do I didn't do a thing, but when I went over there and I and I found out that this was the plot, I definitely you know I helped encourage it. We was bored. We needed some action. Go ahead. People watch porn. That was not porn, but I'm just saying we like yeah. to see other people doing things, and so it was nice to see somebody else doing something. <laughs> it was long overdue. It was long overdue. It was, it was the perfect. And it worked because Tyler didn't go in. I mean, it didn't work for you, Tiff, obviously. And we're sorry about that. But like, I think it was a magic spell that kind of Did it inspire you, Tori, for later episodes? Oh, Tori. I don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Did your lips go somewhere? Did you make out? Did you kiss? Your tongue? We haven't gotten to it in the season fully yet, but... Oh, not that. Mm, she's making faces, oh, y'all. Totally. Listen, we all have our moments, okay? We all have Some our Some of drunken... us more than others. We, I didn't. I have... was an angel. Okay, well, thank I, you. I, thank you. I Tiff. have all. Oh, oh, Tiffany, okay. we're an angel. Ooh. Don't make. Ooh. Don't no, no, no. Tori, bring it out. They, they bring show, it out. They, it's they, a safe they space. Didn't show it. They, yep. But what happened? They don't show no, no, no. It. We want the behind the scenes. Maybe it was a dream. Maybe it was a dream. What did you dream, Tori? Because you know, y'all be waking up thinking about me, dreaming about me. It was a dream. What exactly did you dream, Tori? listening i just had a dream i had a dream that that tiff licked someone's nipple girl <laughs> that did but, lose nipple girl. but was it a dream my was own dream? my own no i believe you're flexible but i don't know if you're that flexible <laughs> i think nipple? it was a dream i think were it was you a dream. on inside dream mm -mm. yeah i don't i don't even tiff? it was like if it you was can't like prove a, it if it don't fit who? you must quit TJ. But no, nobody's here. Nobody's here. It's just the three of us anyway. So whose nipple were you is. on, Tiff? Girl, I could not. I would never tell. The camera ain't showing. Cam the camera. <laughs> whose nipple were you on? Mm -mm. Don't make me go through names. No, it was a dream. It never happened. Oh, okay. It's it Tori. I remember this. See, it never happened. See, <laughs> Tori, whose side are you on? Tori, I see right, right now face. I'm on Tiff's side. No, right wrong, wrong. Because she know I'm about to hit the gym and we doing season three together. <laughs> no, so she like, she called me out. Oh, she is coming back. She is coming back for another season. That's not the scoop <laughs> we wanted, Tori. Don't get excited about that. We knew that she was coming back. <laughs> now we know. You were always on the podcast side, ma'am, and the listener side. And All right, Tiff, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm okay. gonna say it. Tip, by the way, please, really quick, Tip, don't be embarrassed. Tip, I, I, I like it. Was the funny and playful. It was a big joke, anyway. I was just trying to to throw some some heat. I know off I of like it, but who's always hooking up with somebody on a season? She really so does. Sprinkled it back that way. She's conceived. <laughs> trying to just get somebody on the same side as her. <laughs> she was okay. Wait, who's nipple? Bringing everybody under the bus. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> it was. Was it really bananas nipple? Yeah, but it was a joke. It oh. was a big joke. It was kind. Of, it was in my face. Oh, you kind of <laughs> liked it. Ooh, she likes a little slippery banana. Oh, oh. 
That would be a it very a, a very funny and smart pairing. And I mean funny because you guys is quips, like you guys is you you're oh like God. commentary and your quick wit. I feel like just even being a fly in a conversation between the two of you would be hilarious. I mm. have nothing to say about Mr. Banana. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll never look at his nipples the same and not think of She me. pleads the peel. She pleads the peel. I plead the peel. I plead the peel. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. So now that we know whose nipples you like, oh, I feel tired. That took a lot, but thank you guys for finding me. You're welcome. Um, now that you, you're you heading home and we are so seriously, I'm going to miss your comments. Like, I'm actually like genuinely tiff sad about it. Like, me too. Genuinely. You are so funny and so Aww. good. And you need the show needs people who are true fans of the show and have been watching will attest to the fact that for the show to really work and to be a standout and be good, you need the shit stirrers. You need the athletic people. You need the narrators. You need the people who can tell the story and do so in an engaging and funny way. Cause if everybody's just good on the field, but boring as hell to listen to, that's not fun. And you, my friend join me on the narrator side. Cause girl knows I wasn't good at, any elimination either. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, you're very funny and entertaining. Aww, thank you. Somebody somebody was thinking what you were saying when you said, oh, blue wins again. Yay. Oh, so like good. half the world was thinking that. <laughs> so okay. Good. So how do you feel about blue winning? Oh, yeah. I am ex- I'm excited. Like I couldn't give less than a <laughs> damn. I was so <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> again. Damn. Why? I get it. Why are we even here? Why are we trying? Yeah, 16 people (laughs) on any team. Everybody else got two. Yeah. (laughs) What was your experience staying in the house this time? Because I feel like I remember you describing the Challenge USA season one house. It's basically almost like a jail bear. You were like, it was not good. What was this house seemed a little cozier? (laughs) Um, What was how? Please describe in depth your feelings of being in this house. Walking into this house, it was a 10 times better than mm-hmm. bunk beds in one room with everybody <laughs> watching my everything. Um, at least if I wanted to cuddle, I had a door. So, right. you know, we had our own bathroom. We had windows. We Wait, what do you mean your own bathroom? Every, like, every room, yeah. each bedroom had, Ooh. we had four beds per room and each room had their own bathroom. Oh, except that's nice. the sixth room. And we had six rooms. Yeah. And, you know, we could crack the door, get a little breeze in, get some air. We had shades. You had your own bed. There were no bunk beds. It was nice. It was very yeah. nice. It was a very nice space. I felt that um, the pool could have been warmer, but... Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was a nice, it was a nice place. I was not disappointed. Even though you have the record for like longest cold plunge of like 17 minutes, didn't you? Wait, what? Oh, yeah. See, look at you, another thing. I know. Wait, that is a superpower. Wait, why are you so good at that, Tiffany? I I don't like anything cold. Cold is my worst enemy in the world. And so Uh um, I started like bananas and West would go out there and do these cold plunges. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And so I think I had so much anxiety and so much stress in the house, just always overthinking, being overstimulated, Mm -hmm. Um, just like the worry and the stress of what's going to happen next. Uh, going outside and forcing myself into the coldest water I have been in. And it's just like, I have to calm down. I have Mm. to relax. I have Mm -hmm. to free it. I have to let it go. I have to sustain it. And it just gave me um, 
a different type of calmness. And I would just think, and I would free all of that anxious energy because I had to accept that I'm standing in this cold water. So either you're going to stand there, you're going to vibrate, you're going to shake it and be uncomfortable, or you're going to relax in it and you're going to breathe and you're going to ignore it and it's not going to bother you. So it was my way of starting my day by being like unaffected. Wow. I'm going to take a Even you shower. saying that. I know, right? Calm me down. That's, you definitely have to start a meditation you podcast. You should. Because I, I would listen to it. Yeah. I'm At doing least for 30-day trial. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you want to join me. <laughs> so Today we're going to seek our inner self. As you seek your inner self, who are you voting for now that you're going home? Who are you rooting for to take it to win? And I know you probably already know who wins, so no spoilers in general. But just in this moment, as you're walking away from the house, what guy and what girl are you hoping take it to the end? And what guy and what girl are you hoping get out next? I came in this game with um, Chanel and Amira and Mm -hmm. Alyssa Lopez, too, but she's already gone. And Amira's already gone. So it's just me and Chanel um, and I, her story and her journey, like getting to the challenge, um, she was sick when she came in and she had some muscle aches and then she was like, you know, she was doing well in some challenges. She was scared of heights and she was like killing it. And I Mm -hmm. am leaving thinking, I really hope that Chanel Mm. takes it all the way. I hope Mm -hmm. she brings it home. I will, I, I don't want, a survivor person to win necessarily mm. but Chanel I don't view her as like she's survivor Chanel is my friend so mm-hmm. I am looking at her journey and hoping that it pans out and that it's worth it for her so I'm I'm cheering for her and Fessy and I really from the very first time I met him at Hearts, I did not know what to think about him. I, I didn't know what to think about him at all. But he was just so hospitable to us in Orlando and like just kind of made sure everybody was comfortable. He never gave me anything inappropriate. I know everybody knows Fessy, messy, Fessy. He doesn't <laughs> come off to me in that way. Like he always is respectful to me. He's always yeah. like a, a gentleman or we laugh, we talk and we talk shit to each other and we yeah. can and it's yeah. not personal. And I talk about his, uh, his Zara clothes he got and all, I don't know where he <laughs> found them too tight. He jeans. was rock- rocking a construction uniform. I don't know if you noticed that in elimination today, but go back and look. He's got like a construction set vibe. Um, going on. <laughs> Shout out to Fessy. But okay, so it sounds like Fessy's the one, the, the I male did, that you're I, hoping. I wanted to see, I want to see him do well. I do. And it's mm-hmm. not, and and I don't want Josh to hear this and be like, why don't you love me? I do. I do love you. And I do want you to do well. And I want to see you get a win. It's just that in this moment, when I'm leaving, because you pissed me off, I want to see <laughs> Fessy. I want to see Fessy fair. get his win. I want, I, I do. I want to see Fessy get a win. And I want to see Chanel. I, I don't know. I, Chanel, Michaela, Desi, either, either one of them, because we really, me and Desi did not have the relationship I thought we had on season one. And so coming into this season, I was just hoping that, we could um, really bond the way I thought we hit it off when we first met, but not mm-hmm. end it, not pick it up where it ended. And coming in and uh, sharing this room, us having this girl power type of thing that we all share, like any of them winning is good for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Long it was as it a ain't very, it was Tori. A, a very... I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm no, serious. Okay. Listen. <laughs> 
Nobody wants to see the winner win again, girl. It's just it's unless you're gonna give me some money. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm yeah. I'm known to do that. I'm known to do that. I'm known to do that. I'm a little bit of a check writer. But the the one thing I, I do agree with is like everybody that you've named and the amount of like female strategizing that you brought to the season. Like there's been so many beautiful political conversations that have been seriously just women. Doesn't yeah, happen that's often. been cool to so watch. It's been Very really cool. cool to watch. Aww. And I think that um, regardless of you being there or not, people are going to root for you just mm-hmm. in life, Tiff, because you have a great mm-hmm. spirit, a great Aww. attitude and yeah, you're you're an amazing person. Thank so you. thank you I'm for coming on the podcast. Play together. I really yeah. am like, it's, I don't even know if they show where we had our little um, restaurant toast and we all went around but I really meant what I said that it, it I, I felt and I still feel that it's such a, an honor and a privilege for me because I was never expecting at this age and stage of my life that this was what I was going to be doing in my career I'm in healthcare. I have a business I've been in medicine for 20 years so I always thought that that was going to be where I spent the majority of my time or got all of my attention but here it is that um, my heart is in television, in reality TV, in competition shows. And I, I never thought that I would be aligned in playing a game or even if I'm not aligned, but just in the same house or being spoken in the same sentence on the same show and seasons as veterans who've been playing this game, competing against each other. Like you guys are real challenge vets. So for me to be here and getting um, accolades from you, it is it's like, wow, to me, it's like an out of body thing because I I did not think that that was going to be it for me and I had I didn't even know what this season was going to bring but I'm proud of the game I play I always want to do better until I win so I know now I come home and I train even harder and then Mm -hmm. if I get a call to come back next season I'm ready so I I, I think I like that we met and we did bond and I I, girl you know we were talking about Shrek and all them other other I was gonna about Shrek we have to do it off podcast because I need updates <laughs> yes we had some conversations but I am glad to be here I'm glad to be a part of the season I'm glad to be a part of the community I'm glad to be a part of the challenge that's something that I will always be able to say win lose or draw I'm glad to be a part of it absolutely and for those who want to keep up with you Tiff and and your training for when you come back, mm-hmm. all right? Uh, where can they, or just your 17-minute cold pool plunge? I still am in awe of that. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at absolutelygorgeous100. I can't change that. I've tried. Um, you can find <laughs> me on Twitter at absolutelytiff. Um, and uh, yeah, if you need to find me, get any closer to me than that, then DM me on one of those. Ooh. Wait, are the DMs open? The DMs are open. Just like the doors to the church. But don't come as you are. I'm not like that. You better come correct. (laughs) Amen. 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 (laughs) Oh, my God, Tiff. So good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks thanks for all the laughs. You got it. Looking forward to connecting with you. Okay. Love you all. You're amazing, Tiff. Bye. Bye. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. my god Devin do you have any antiperspirant because I'm sweating from that interview girl yes we need an antiperspirant sponsorship for real that was so that was good I knew it would be with Tiff she is hilarious and I'm so proud of you spilling some tea I'm scared mom I'm scared that she's gonna hate me now sometimes challengers doesn't realize her loyalty lies with us in this podcast but don't worry I am here to remind her you did, and you did that, and all the listeners should be thankful and write positive comments about you in their reviews of this episode because you helped to draw that out of me. So please, guys, support Devin. And don't only support her on the reviews, support her on social media as well. Devin, where can they follow you? That's so sweet. You can go to my website, devinsimone.com. You can find me on Instagram, at devinsimone, uh, on TikTok. I'm even joining Snapchat. I know it's like a whole thing, but wow. I was just talking to the head of Snapchat Creator Growth. Shout out to Francis. And I told him I would join. So I think we're going to do that. And um, yeah, for all the good content. What about you, Tori? Where can I you find you? You guys can follow me at Tori underscore deal. And if you like this episode, more importantly than following me, just rate and review us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and tell all your friends, tell your family members, tell them that Devin's the best host in the world and she gets Tori to spill all the tea because somebody had to come on here and do it. And it's her. Look, I couldn't do it without my favorite tea spiller. So it works. It, it's, <laughs> it works in tandem. And then to get more tea, well, just to enjoy the show, catch new episodes of The Challenge USA airing on CBS. Yes, and we'll see you back here right after for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast. Don't come as you are, come correct. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.